Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Growing in Grace. I felt like Tony the Tiger there well, for just a minute. <laughs> well, I was going to um, say, according to you, we're growing in the law because you want to put us all. You want to hey. put us all back under the law. Hey, hey, Joel's referring to last week's program. So, I, without further ado, Cap definitively uh, said you need to follow the law. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> now, now, you know what you're going to force me to do? I'm going to fall back on one of our growing and grace laws that Uh-oh. tells our <laughs> listeners if you didn't catch last week's program, it, it's kind of a rule that you it have is. to stop. Go back and listen to the last one, and then come back to this one. But yeah, we were talking last week about, is the law abolished? And for the, <laughs> for those who have any idea about what we've been talking about for the, nearly the past 10 years, the law has a lot to do with it. Uh, but we're approaching this a little bit differently um, right now with this phrase, uh, the, the law abolished. Because I've made the statement in the past that I thought the law was abolished. I, I don't feel that way so much anymore, but it's okay to agree to disagree on this. You know, don't get hung up about it because I've made the statement before, Joel, and it's not only on this subject, but lots of things in the Bible. Just because you believe it doesn't make it the truth. And I think sometimes we think that way. We think in order for it to be the truth, I have to believe it a certain way to make it the truth. And there's a lot of things out there we don't have a lot of knowledge about. And just because you believe it doesn't always make it true. Just keep that in mind. Some things we aren't going to have all the answers to either. Although, in this case, I just happen to have all the answers. <laughs> think he does, um, folks. And I'm trying to educate my friend Joel across town here. You took some shots at me, so I'm doing it back now. Well, the, um, the education, we, all the education we needed was the tutor that led us to <laughs> yes. Christ. Tim, Tim's tutor <laughs> from the Cattle Congress or whatever, but... Little choo-choo train they drove around. I have no clue anyway, what you're talking about. <laughs> it's probably before your time. <laughs> probably. See, th- th- keep in mind, Cap is an old fogey, so the things he says, you just got to be aware about. Okay, you know, enough if, taking jabs. Let's argue if, now. Yes, if, if, if you hear things about Barney Fife and the Three Stooges, just ignore those. <laughs> it's just, I'm just going back to my childhood. Um, is the law abolished? I don't believe it is. Quick summary from last week. Here's why. Jesus said, I did not come to abolish the law. So when we look at something that appears to indicate maybe the law was abolished, we need to ask ourselves, well, why did Jesus say that when it looks like it's saying something else here? And by the way, let's, let's be clear for our newer listeners out there. I'm not saying that we should abide by law, that it should be a part of the Christian life, because the law can't bring life. Right. The law was so holy, perfect, and good that we couldn't live up to it. But it demanded that we do it. It demanded righteousness. It demanded perfection. It could not provide us with a way to attain that. In Galatians, Paul said that if there had been a law that could bring life, then one would have been given. It couldn't. So keep that in mind. So we're we're not really trying to split hairs here. I'm just trying to point out that, in my opinion, the law never died, but we died to the law. So when, when Paul said that the law is holy, righteous, and good, he speaks of it in the present tense. He told Timothy that the law has a purpose, 
It's just not for the new covenant believer. If one uses it lawfully, you know, there's a place for that. He didn't refer to it in the past tense is what I'm, I'm saying. And, and then I pointed out from a couple of podcasts ago where we were in uh, Romans 3.31, do we nullify the law by this message of grace through faith? No, we establish the law, Paul said. That word nullify, do we nullify the law? That's the same Greek word as found in Ephesians chapter 2 where Paul said there was an enmity that was abolished. And we talk about, the, the depending on your translation, that the handwriting of requirements or the certificate of debt was nailed to the cross. And so we, we died to the debt that was put into our account before Jesus came. Um, it wasn't so much the law that was died or nailed to the cross. It wasn't the law that was killed, but it was the certificate of debt that was held against us. So that kind of gets us up to speed, I think, right? I think that sums it up, and uh, I do want to highlight, too, something. I think you had said maybe at the beginning of last the last podcast, or uh, I'm not sure, but if Cap and I are, whether if we're disagreeing on something here or if we're just sharing different sides of an issue, I just want the listener, whoever's listening, to, <laughs> to be assured, for all of these years, Cap and I have pretty much agreed on almost everything. We haven't had a whole lot to disagree about. That's just the way we are. We're not faking it. Uh, we're not trying to come across that way. We just see so many things the same way. And by sharing some different views here, don't worry. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we're not falling out. You know, we're not having anything like that. Just in case, if a person would be detecting anything different than what we're saying, this is a little different. These last couple of podcasts, uh, just because we're trying to look at uh, something from a couple of different angles, and I th and it's good to do that. I, th I think you had brought some of that out, and I just wanted to assure the listener that. We're still all for God's grace, and, and I was kidding about Cap wanting to put us all under the law. I know some people, most people get that, but some <laughs> people have a hard time with uh, sarcasm and stuff like that, so I just wanted to say that. But yeah, there are several verses. Jesus said, I did not come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. And so what I've said in the past, he didn't come to abolish the law, but then it was fulfilled. He did fulfill it, and then it was nailed to the cross. And so that's where I've come from uh, throughout all these years. And I still see that point of view, and I also see what Cap is saying here. This is my genuine, you know, trying to work this thing out in my own head, and in my own heart. And like Cap said, just because I believe a certain thing, or if Cap believes a certain thing, the truth still remains the truth, whether one of us has a hold of it or not. So Hebrews 8.13 says, "...in that he says a new covenant, he has made the first obsolete." Now, what is becoming obsolete and growing old is ready to vanish away. And I think we both agree that the purpose of the covenant was to lead up to the new, the new covenant. Now that that covenant is out of the way with, with the death of Jesus Christ, we're no longer under that old covenant. Where we might disagree on or where we might see things differently is, does the law still stand? Is it still alive? Will it be alive for eternity? I don't even know for sure if we have the answers to that. But one thing I do agree with is that there could be, and, and I've, I've actually seen it happen, a use for the law in helping a person come to know Jesus Christ. Again, the law has no place in the life of a believer, because either way that we look at this, the Scripture does say that we had to die to the law. And actually, to be more specific, it was the Jews who were under the law, they needed to die to the law in order to come to Christ. Gentiles who were never under the law in the first place, 
They've come to Christ apart from the law, having never been under the law. However, there are people alive today on planet Earth who have some sort of a knowledge about the law. And what the law is meant to do is it's meant to make a person guilty. It's meant to show a person that they are guilty before God. It's meant to show a person that I can't live up to God's standard. And so, uh, like you were talking about, there is a purpose for the law if it's used lawfully. I believe it can be used, and I know that um, Kirk Cameron and uh, Ray Comfort, they use this a lot, the way of the master. Using the law, you know, they're going out on the street asking people, have you ever stolen a paperclip? Have you ever told a lie? Have you ever done this? And people will, well, yeah, well, that makes you a lawbreaker. Their purpose in doing that is to show people not that they need to keep the law, but that they've broken the law, and therefore they need Christ. I've seen that happen. I've seen people come to Christ because they understood their guilt, and so they turned to Christ. So I understand that use of the law. And uh, what I'm still kind of working through myself is if the law actually is still alive, or if it just has a certain use like that. Will it be used in the final judgment? Things like that. Those are questions I I still have. Well, and, and some of those questions I, I don't have the answers to, Joel. I, I, I do know this, that there are a lot of people who think they're under law, and when they hear things like, thou shall not, fill in the blank, thou shall not covet, thou shall not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, we know that the law actually entices people to sin. It, it actually increases sin. That's what the law does, and with it comes guilt and, and condemnation, whereas Jesus came and, and condemned sin. I mean, he, we're now in the, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. He, he came and condemned sin. So I, I, the, my point is, I guess there are people alive all around the world today who may not feel like they're under the law like the Jews were under it, but they've been fed law, and they are in bondage to that kind of legalistic thinking where don't do this, don't do that, and it leads them in the opposite direction. And it's all designed, as it was back when the law was active with Israel, it's all designed to bring people to a place of, of hopelessness and despair, a realization of, of guilt and condemnation. And then we point them to Christ. That was the purpose of the law. I mean, in the law, you know, when Jesus rose from the dead, he, he took his disciples through the law of Moses. He took them through the Psalms and the prophets, and they all revealed Jesus Christ. So the, the law was a good thing in that way. It, it, it will reveal Christ. And there are a lot of people out there who, who believe they're okay. They haven't really done a lot of bad things. They haven't killed anybody, except that they maybe hated somebody, which is equal to killing somebody, uh, according to what Jesus said. But that's the bottom line to me, is that we died to the law, or at least those who were in relationship to it under the law with the Jews, they died to it. We were placed in the body of Christ, and we were freed from the debt that the law placed upon us. And so the old covenant is obsolete. I think the law itself didn't die, but we died to the law. Yeah, well, I like, uh, as we uh, wrap it up here, I like your bottom line there. You know, again, whether we agree on things or not, I do believe we agree on the bottom line, and that's good. Anything that we've said in this podcast and in the last one, 
and in the last 450 plus podcasts anyway it's all subject to change as the lord reveals things to us as we look into um, the bible and as we look to the holy spirit to lead us and guide us and teach us but i think the bottom line that we see here is that the believer in christ has been set free from any law in relationship to god we don't relate to god through the law the law may have a purpose in leading people to christ the law paul did say is good is just is holy and there's nothing wrong with the law either way a person cannot be under the law and have a relationship with god at the same time because uh, the law the ministry of the law death condemnation bondage guilt Mm -hmm. and it was meant to lead to christ and in Christ, then, we've been freed from that so that we can have life and righteousness that, that comes apart from the law. So, I, Cap, I think this has been really good, a really good uh, talk over the la- these last couple of weeks. We may have things settled, we might not, but I think it's been good. <laughs> it's okay to look at things from a different angle, that's for sure. Yeah, it's good to look at things from different angles, and as they say, there's three sides to every story. Yours, mine, and the truth. Well, anyway, with all this law talk, there's something that we want to lead up to with this, because whether a person comes to understand their need for a Savior through the law or not through the law, really, that's not the ultimate message anyway. The ultimate message is the gospel, the good news, and so we're going to talk about that next week on Growing in Grace at growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.